tremendous looking trophy. Hello and welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name is Zoom Blight. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hopley. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here. Well, we know what we've got in stone play this week ahead of recording the podcast. Yep. So it can't spring it with us. No, they can't spring it. It's coming. It's fine. I, I much better if it's on a so we'll get we'll get to this in a moment. But the fact is it's at the end of the week and it's not like gonna get announced after we record and happen tomorrow morning, and then that's that's the real kick in the gut. That's like yeah. pre announced, end of the week, I can I can I can handle I can live with that. You can live with that's, that. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Uh in the trophy cabinet this week, gold for me telling you about easy platinums this week <laughs> for sure. We will only record this episode once. They will make Maybe. it. You will hear about them. And yeah, Platinum, there's a state of play this week, obviously. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go over this. <laughs> I'm going to quickly go over this Easy Plats list, which I did last week. And then obviously we had a, a mishap and we had to re-record the episode. And I couldn't be fucked going over them again. So um, just do it again. I mean, it's not like there was much to it. It's just, hey, get your pen out. Get your, your notepad app out. Uh, get your PlayStation Make sure there's store. money on your PlayStation. Get your PlayStation credit loaded. That's right. Get your PlayStation credit loaded because I've got easy Platinum's Galore. There's been two more added since next week. So there is bonus content. Whoa, there's bonus. There's bonus content. Um, all right. Steam Engine. Took me 14 minutes, 59 seconds to get the Platinum. Uh, all you got to do is spam X a bunch and then periodically you choose to upgrade things with the money you've got. And then you build a Steam Engine and then trophies pop and you get a Platinum. 14 minutes, 59 seconds. You can probably do it faster, probably do it a bit longer. I don't know. Nape Retroverse Collection. On PS, uh, PS5, it took me three minutes and seven seconds. The PS4 version co- took me four minutes and 38 seconds. Uh, there's three games in this collection. You only need to play two. Love that. Uh, the, one is a, one's a side-scroller. The other one is a infinite shooting side scrolling thing i don't know actually the genre i'm forgetting what the genre is called anyway it's really easy oh, it takes a couple minutes obviously you just gotta play like the first level and collect some things power-ups and get to the boss i don't think you have to beat the boss from memory Nah, doesn't matter quick maps advanced uh i think this is the ps4 version or the ps5 version i forgot to write it down either way it was i realized that one of i'd already done this and i was like oh shit there's a there's a easy i can buy it again on whatever platform i didn't have let's get that shit again took me 46 seconds 46 seconds for 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 a for a platinum trophy you you fools out there spending hundreds of hours come on 46 seconds all you gotta do is spam uh spam open up the subtraction or whatever and just click X about 70 times, and then you switch modes to multiplication, click X about 70 times, and uh, then change to whatever the other one is, whatever the other maths mode is, and do that really quickly. Rainbow, Rainbow, uh, Rainbow on PS5 took me 46 seconds, Rainbow on PS4 took me 52 seconds. Uh, this is the same sort of thing. This is Rainbow, it's like a coloring in thing. Uh, Rainbow Colors, I think it's a full title, and I forgot to write down it. Anyway, Rainbow Colors, I think. Uh, you got a you got to just press L1 and R1. Spam L1 and R1. All the trophies pop. Takes about 46, 40, 50, 52 seconds. The Jumping Taco. There's a PS4 version. It took me 2 minutes and 37 seconds. The Jumping Taco on PS5 took me 2 minutes and 37 seconds. That's right. Equal. Exactly. I never got better or worse. I did both at the exact same time. Somehow. Magical. Uh, all you do is spam X. Or hold X. One of the others. Anyway, the Taco jumps and trophies pop. And they tell you things about tacos. 
we all enjoy tacos. Get two platinums. Who doesn't enjoy tacos? Who doesn't enjoy tacos? Who doesn't enjoy platinums? You know what I mean? Like, eat a taco and hold X. Two great things that go great together, except, you know, don't eat tacos. I'll accept it if you have the controller in your hand and you eat with the left hand. Like, you know, if you use one hand for eating and you never touch the controller, I'll accept that. That's fine. Do you need both hands to get this? No, I need one hand. (laughs) Okay. Done. Eat a taco while you get a platinum. Easy. Uh, the Pigeon P, PS4, 2 minutes and 39 seconds. This was another one where I realized, oh, I have this on PS5. I didn't realize I could buy it again for 2 bucks and get another Platinum. Uh, yeah, Spam or Hold X, whichever one it is, I can't remember. Um, and pops up with trophies telling you about pigeons. You get a you get a Platinum. The Bad D, PS4, 2 minutes and 41 seconds. And then the Bad D on PS5, 2 minutes and 46 seconds. Again, Hold X, Press X, whatever it is. Trophies pop. They tell you about things. Random facts. The Jumping Burger, PS4. Five minutes and 13 seconds. Oh, we've got over five minutes. Anyway, hold X. Burger jumps on screen. Trophies pop. And then the longest one on this list, My Name is Mayo 3. At 50 minutes and four seconds. Outrageous. Outrageous. Clearly going away from the roots of like being an easy platinum, you know? Trying to be all artistic and bullshit with their story and characters. They actually are. That's the sad part. They actually are. <laughs> what is this? It's outrageous. Don't they know that you're just here to enjoy this this uh, easy platinum <laughs> that's an innuendo for some other white condiment? Hey, I don't know if that was ever a thing, was it? Now, actually, now I'm wondering. I wonder if I could quickly... Um, I'm wondering what my time was for the other ones. Hold on. My name is Mayo. Like, I didn't... I think the second one was longer, but the first one was pretty quick uh, from memory. Yeah. Didn't I do it in like 20 minutes while after we recorded or something? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my name is Mayo. Why doesn't it list... It doesn't say... Like, I'd have to scroll down on my... This is a bit annoying, actually. Oh, no, hold on. 17 minutes and 25 seconds for the first game. 17 minutes, 25 seconds. And then the second game, 33 minutes, 14 seconds. They've they've progressively got longer. Outrageous. Anyway, uh, my name is Mayo. still an easy platinum. It starts very similar to Love Ones if you played those. You just uh, press X a bunch, tap the Mayo jar, and then um, every time you you pop a trophy, um, that means you're you're good, and then you have to, like, open up the menu and switch the Mayo jar's costume and then tap X about 200 more times and proceed to do that. But the thing is, at some stage here, the, the Mayo jar, which is in a van, parks, and then you're in a walking simulator where you just have to walk for, like, 20 minutes. You want to be like a hopping or a... It's hopping, yes. Yeah, so no, it does. It sort of hops on, yeah. So. Um, and then I've got Kruger, PS5, 6 minutes, 13 seconds. And Kruger, PS4, 4 minutes, uh, 55 seconds. This is a three-level side-scrolling platforming game, I guess. Uh, there's only three levels in the game. You just beat them. Uh, you'll get old trophies. Just beat the game. Beat the game, get, get old trophies. It's easy. It's easy. Good. I mean, you can die. I died a couple times in the PS5 version, hence why it took me longer. I was trying to rush it too fast and got ahead of myself and then took six minutes. Outrageous. Anyway, easy. There's your list of, how many is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. There's 15 Platinums there, right? Write that shit down. And all of these are just a couple bucks. 
Oh, well, these are a couple bucks each. My Name is May is probably the most expensive one. I can't remember how much it costs. Uh, I was willing to pay, I was probably willing to pay a bit more for that one because I'm like, I need this, you know, I need the trilogy. <laughs> I need the trilogy complete. That's what this one is. Uh, let's get into this week's news. Of course, state of play, big thing. That's the first thing that's happening. Uh, Sony announced it last week. Uh, the to uh, promising 30 minutes of announcements, including reveals from third-party partners, plus sneak peeks at games in development for PlayStation VR 2. Uh, the times of which you can tune into this is, uh, where we got here? Where's the major times? Perth, 6 a.m. this Friday, Brisbane, 8 a.m. Friday, Mel Adelaide, 7.30, Melbourne, 8 a.m. And that's about old time zones, I guess. Yeah. So it's on a, a decent time. I feel like for most people, like 8 a.m., right? Yeah. You know? For, it's reasonable. For, yeah. 30 just, minutes. So yeah, 30 minutes. 8.30. That's good. I already just told my bosses at work, I'm like, I'll be late to work. Don't ask why. Got more important shit to do than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I've got shit to do. Yeah. You can wait. Uh, so what, 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 do you, what do you think uh, is going to happen here? So the... Of course, the number one question people are asking is about God of War, which I might as well tie into this other story here quickly because it sort of could be part of this, the same discussion. So God of War did get rated by the Koreans rating board this week, which doesn't technically mean that it's due out anytime soon. Like things definitely get rated by rating boards all around the world. And then there's still months before they release, you know, so wouldn't put too much on that. However, it is definitely means that I would say the, the ratings board thing solidifies it's coming out this year. I don't know when it could like, I don't think that means it's out next month, but I think the fact it is getting rated somewhere, I would say certainly adds a lot of evidence to, to say everyone calm down if they don't think it's coming out this year. But, um, I will say sometimes PlayStation's got pretty good recently. So they'll put in these blog posts and go, uh, 30 minutes of indie games, uh, no announcements in regards to first party partners, you know, like quite often they've been making sure mm. to like settle everyone's hype. Like, don't get your hopes up. For this one, they didn't do anything like that. So they no, never they left, said... They left it open. They left it open. Now, that doesn't mean for sure... That could be an oversight. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I, I, I do think that's worth pointing out, though, because they have been doing that a lot lately, where they've been trying to make sure people's uh, hopes and dreams are sort of like, hey, we will not have any news on these things that you're excited about. This time, they didn't say yes or no, but they also certainly didn't say no. Uh, but yeah, what do you reckon? What do, what do you reckon it's going to be showing off? What do you reckon mostly is going to be here? Is it mostly PSVR 2? That'd be weird, but... Um, I think maybe like a quarter PSVR, which would be, what, seven and a half minutes? Which would be pretty good. Um... Yeah, I don't. I think there's been a lot of rumors and rumored leaks about what stuff is coming, um, like games thrown out, like uh, Resident Evil Four, uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen, mm. Modern Warfare Two, uh, those sort of things. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lot of those. A few indies that we've waiting on dates, like Stray. That's the one that's Stray is uh, rumored for like July, I think, at the moment. Yeah, the release date's pretty much almost leaked. So, just a confirmation for that. Uh, Little Devil Inside, uh, those sort of games. I'm kind of torn about God of War because the <laughs> Summer Games Fest is the following week, right? Yeah. Do you hold it for that? Do you give Jeff Keighley this massive announcement? This is the big 
event of the week. Do you go, hey, we'll give him that because it's going to be the biggest thing there and everybody will be talking about PlayStation? Or do you really sit amongst your stuff? I mean, I would say it's a smarter move for them to actually give it to Jeff. It's a bigger stage. More people would be tuning into that than the state of play. But Sony- Or do you go, here's God of War, first, here's the release date, and then tune in to state of play- uh, Summer Games Fest for the first uh, gameplay footage. Yeah. I, I don't do you think- try to have your cake and eat it too? I think you could do both. Either or would work. So what we're saying is you're definitely going to get a God of War. <laughs> God of War in the next two weeks. I'm still standing we're by. I'm, I'm still standing by God of War's getting a release date, like either this week or next week. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that simply by what we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Or last week or the week yeah, before. Last week, yeah. Last week, yeah. I'm I'm all in on that now, um, based solely on what we were were saying about if it doesn't get released soon, if it doesn't get a release date soon, when the fuck is it coming out? <laughs> like, yeah. So we need one. Absolutely. Um, how much PSVR stuff do you reckon there's going to be then? Yeah, I think like seven and a half minutes, maybe like maybe show a bit more footage of that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the Horizon game they're Call working on. Call of the Wild or some shit like that. I Something like yeah. that. Uh, and then, you know, you go, hey, Beat Saber is going to come to PSVR 2. It's going to be enhanced in some way. And then you do some other quirky indie ones or like titles that weren't able to come to the original PSVR that now with enhanced fit, the enhancements for the second one, they'll be able to make their way across. Like maybe it, like some of the Insomniac games. You know? Yeah. Now. What do you think? I think, I think, yeah, maybe I was going to say like 10 minutes because it's a, at least 10 minutes because it's one of the things they major like mention in the blog post. So that leaves 20 minutes for other, but I'd say at least 10 minutes on PlayStation VR stuff. Um, and Horizon plus, I think they reveal Something else big. I think they, like, not maybe not gameplay, but, like, just a, a teaser trailer. So I don't know if that's an Astrobot thing or just another VR title for a well-known, uh, uh, either third-party or first-party IP. <laughs> just, no, not that. Like, a, a well-known IP. An IP that gets people who don't care about VR more interested in VR. But so, the similar other to Horizon. Like, more of the Resident Evil games will be coming to VR. Yeah, it, that would count as well, because that's something that did very well, like that the the VR mode, a lot of people were streaming and whatever, playing it that way, and it was a very popular sort of selling point. Here would be a smart decision. You know how Ace Combat, that's in PSVR, right? Like the last one? The latest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got the new DLC for Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Just capitalize on that, baby. Top Gun Gun VR game? Top Gun in VR. I'd play it. Throw up everywhere, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fine um now on the release date sort of thing that we keep discussing about psvr uh this story tied in so push square has sony targeting 1.5 million psvrs for launch but could drop in early 2023 according to reliable supply chain analyst ming chi q co uh sony intends to manufacture 1.5 million psvr2 headsets for the second half of this year 
The TF International Securities employee noted, however, that the virtual reality headset could ultimately drop in early 2023, depending on development schedule of game titles. This would be an aggressive start for the headset as it took over a year for the original PSVR sell to sell 2 million units on a larger PS4 install base. However, it's worth mentioning that virtual reality is more of an established technology now than it was in 2016, with products like the MetaQuest helping to raise the profile of the medium. Sony tends to have more than 20 major launch titles for PSVR 2, and we'll get a first proper glimpse at this week's coming state of play. Um, so if they're this is the this is this is in line with what I've been thinking, which is that I I I'm all in that Sony wishes they could release it this year. I think in a in a I think in a non-COVID affected world, I think Sony would have released this headset for holiday season this year. Mm-hmm. In a non yeah non-COVID world, so I, that's why I'm saying early next year. I, I I'm still I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. PSVR. 2. I mean, in a non-COVID world where there's no chip shortages, hope they would have hoped to have released it by now. I would yeah. think. I think even this year would have made sense though. Like it's a couple of years after PS5, there would have been a lot more PS5s in the wild. They would have been able to make these easier, get them out. It's a big launch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, get in at a good time right before like, you don't want to be coming out really close to like whenever they announce like the Quest 3. Because that's the other thing. You got to take into account like what these other companies are doing with their VR headsets. You want to have your own sort of nice window there's nothing major coming out like headset wise at the moment i don't think at least that i'm aware of um the quest 3 or the 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 successor to the quest 2 is rumored to be announced later this year don't know when it would release but there's always those rumors so but 1.5 million trying to make or apparently they're going to make 1.5 million units ready is the aim by the end of this year and then the, if that's true, like if they if they reckon they can do that and it's the software they're worrying about, you'd think it would be the opposite way, you know? If you, if you were to guess, you would be like, no, nah, surely it's the it's the getting the chips and whatever else that we've, we're always struggling with. Like, surely that's going to be hard apart. But yeah, according to this, uh, this source, which it is a reliable, like it's not a bullshit Reddit or, you know, something. It's the ind- industry analyst and stuff who so uh, um, covers... Uh, manufacturing stuff mostly. So um, the it's I think it's interesting. I think, and I'm I'm grabbing onto this story like a, a wild bull over here, so I can ride my PSVR releasing early 2023 right into the sunset, and hopefully be right, proven right for something, and not wrong by the time we get into next year. But twenty, what do you think? Twenty major launch titles. Do you think that's a combination? So what would in your mind? If you hear major launch titles, if if they if Sony counted one of those as like Beat Saber PS5 upres version, do you count that as a major launch title? I'm gonna say no. I guess not, but I mean no. it would be a major draw. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I would like, say if if they were to do Beat Saber Complete Edition or like, uh, you know, with a lot of the DLC like bumped in, yeah, for PSVR two, then. Yes. I'll say if there was a PSVR 2 specific file. Game, game <laughs> or like tracks or something. Or yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. I'm going to be like, what is 20 major? What do they consider 20 major? Is it 20 Horizon like spin off game equivalents? Because that's that would no. be a lot. 
<laughs> like that's no, too- there's no chance of that happening. No, that's not. But 20 ex- games coming to PSVR for the first time, I would say. Hmm. Which is possible when you have a lot of, as we're saying, games that didn't come to PSVR. Because the tech wasn't there. Because the tech and um, all the developers are like, we don't want to butcher our game to get it to <laughs> play on, on that, that uh, which is fair. Uh, so I think, yeah, they if you got like half and half, so half port or ports of games that we haven't had before and then 10 new things, I think would be good, in my opinion. Like if you want to really, if you really want, a, I know, and even then that seems like a lot, but if they really want this thing to be as a gangbusters virtual reality headset, I think 10 original games at launch is absurd, but it would also be a, a great way to solidify it as a must-play device. Now they don't all have to be first party, of course. You have a hand, you have like, let's say three to four, maybe first party. That would be, I think, yeah. an acceptable sort of realistic number, three to four. So you got Horizon, then we just need two to three I other mean, things. That would be on par to what the PSV, PS5 had at launch. Yeah. So. Or even more, I think. Yeah. And then you just need some third parties in there that have got, that have either got exclusive, they've made something exclusive for it, and, or even indie devs, or, you know, something that you've, you've exclusive or timed exclusive PSVR 2 games. So I think something like that would be really good. If they want this to do a lot better than the way the last one went, and if they want it to be in competition to Quest 2 and PC gaming and stuff, it, it definitely mm-hmm. needs to have a solid, it needs to catalog. be catalog and it needs to be easier to get. <laughs> it doesn't, it needs to be, it needs to be available. It needs to be available and it doesn't, but the thing is, right, you don't have to worry too much. Like you don't have to worry about it as much as PS5 because it's, it's a thing where the only people buying this are people with, with PS5s. So you sort of, you already know your market there. You, you can, you can literally look at the amount of PS5s that are in the wild and go, okay, like realistically, how much, what percentage of the PS4 player base brought PSVRs? Let's use that as our base for how many people we think this could potentially sell. You know, div- divide that number by half. I don't know. You know, like do something as like a rough yeah. estimate of what you think we need to do to make this work. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens on, oh, they say it here, Horizon Cold Mountain. That's, that was the name. Here. So I assume we've seen some more of that and hopefully something else and wild if we got a, a rough release date. If they, if they said early 2023, they showed a PSVR trailer, boy, you know I'm going to be sitting here like, motherfucker, I was right. <laughs> take, it, take it to the bookies. Uh, press start. Writes, PlayStation has blamed the technical error for overcharging upgraded discounted PlayStation Plus subscribers. So, this was the thing that was happening last week where everyone's getting overcharged and now Sony's like, nah, it wasn't our fault. But was it? Conspiracy theory. Uh, so they wrote, yesterday we reported that PlayStation were charging PlayStation Plus subscribers who had previously gotten a subscription at a discounted rate. The full difference when upgrading to either the PlayStation Plus Extra or PlayStation Plus Deluxe tiers. Not only were they getting charged extra, but they were also getting asked to pay the difference for the entirety of their stack subscription anywhere between 1 to 15 years, depending on how much it stacks. PlayStation appears to have reversed the decision to, start to charge discounted PlayStation Plus subscribers more to upgrade to extra deluxe plans, blaming a technical error. The below message was posted, blah, 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 blah. Um, so this, I remember, so this story was happening, and it was happening for, I don't know, three, four days before 
an update from PlayStation came through. And I remember reading and going, am I about to be charged like $500 on my, you know, because I can't remember how many years I've currently got stacked of PlayStation Plus. I think I've got a couple years. And the way the the way the, the story was playing out was if I wanted to upgrade to premium, deluxe, whatever, then I was going to have to pay the difference of how many ever years I currently had stacked. You still are. <laughs> what the difference it- now is you don't have to pay the uh, discounted amount, the difference between the full price of PlayStation Plus and the discount that you got your subscri- your stack subscriptions on. Yeah. But so I you don't have to pay that amount. You still have to pay the difference for 10 years or whatever you've got stacked. Mm. The extra to upgrade. But I, I thought they, they changed it now. So, like, if I only wanted to go to one year, like, say you wanted Not to- Not as far do- as I can tell from that article. Oh, my God. Let me, let me reread this. I swear- so, what, PlayStation tweeted, due to a technical error, players in Asia who previously purchased a PlayStation Plus membership at a discount have been incorrectly charged for upgrading, right? Yes. Uh, this has been backed up, yes. What doesn't so, appear to have changed is that PlayStation will require you to pay to upgrade your entire stack subscription, which probably does make sense. This means that if you have stacked years of PlayStation Plus, you'll need to pay the difference, upgrade for the entire stacked amount, but still better than having to pay extra if you got it at a discount rate. This means that if you're a regular PlayStation Plus subscription and you're upgrading to Deluxe, you can expect to pay a difference of $75 per 12 months that you have stacked. You can see this has, this could ramp up quite quickly. We'll see, because I swear I read somewhere else. <laughs> we'll see, because I swear I read somewhere else that they, like, if you chose, like, let's say you have a couple years and then you could still choose to, like, I only want to do a year and then you pay the year's difference and then after that fact, you would just drop back down to... Because you still, like, let's say you have three years stacked. Let's say you have three years stacked PlayStation Plus now, right? And let's say you choose to upgrade um, to pre- delete uh, premium and you're doing it for a year. So you pay for a year's worth of a premium difference. And then let's say you chose to cancel it before it rolled over. Then you drop back down to normal PlayStation Plus, but you already have two years of that stacked. That would make sense, right? You get what I'm saying? I do get what you're saying. I remember very vividly saying this is going to be a mess, and it is kind of a mess. <laughs> uh, really, what they should do is just translate it all to like some Dollars? sort of overall like, dollar amount yeah, yeah, yeah. that you've got, and then they've already got the figure. They've worked out that they already did the translation or whatever the conversion rate with their massive tables that we talked about the other yeah, week yeah. or credits. Just use that, and then if you switch between, it comes up somewhere how many days you've got left on your subscription at that rate yeah you know that would that would be the easiest i do you reckon the reason they don't want to though is because let's so how much is playstation plus worth at the moment like 70 bucks 79 dollars a year or whatever it is mm-hmm. but let's say you brought that uh, let's say you brought every subscription at 20 25 off and they're like oh no we don't want to give people if that's the reason though that's dumb because it's like just cop the cop the no the, you already decided not to take that money yeah you decided to put that on sale, so it's your problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, th- that would solve the problem. You just you credit everyone's account and say that they've got, in the back end, and say they've got 100, 300, 100 PSN dollars or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And then you translate that into whatever they, yeah. Each of the subscription tiers, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. No. They're you know, just going to make it super difficult. The, to the longer this goes on, right, the more stories that keep coming. Because we're about to talk about another one 
Um, the more I'm like, I'm kind of glad that we're getting it lost because <laughs> there's, there's yeah. a degree of how many kinks are going to be worked out by the time it actually launches here in Australia, you know? Do you know if you get paid like 12 months of Game Pass Ultimate, if you want to just drop down to like Game Pass for Xbox, mm. do they convert that or you can't I, do that? I'm- or nobody does that, so nobody knows. I'm gonna say such a great deal. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say no, you can't because they're treated as like completely separate subscriptions. So you mean, mm. you mean going from Ultimate to just Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can because they are treated as like completely separate subscription entities. What if you want to upgrade? So I don't know currently. When I upgraded at the time, so when I upgraded when Game Pass Ultimate launched and I'd already paid for like, let's say it already brought, I think I'd already brought it like a cheaper year or something. I had like two years stacked, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, you, I think they did translate it into credit because the price for Ultimate is like double the price of mm-hmm. normal. Because of course you're getting on PC, you're getting it on console, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think they were like, you've got nothing to pay today, right? And then when it rolled over, I only had to pay like five bucks. So I think they on the back end did translate it to credit, which is mm-hmm. what PlayStation should should be doing. Because I I yes. don't recall any problems with the upgrade of Game Pass to Game Pass Ultimate. Everyone was very happy. I had no problems. I know Kieran had no troubles. Like it was like, oh cool, like I don't have to pay anything. Sweet. You know? Like, yeah. I the, the ideal ideal way this stuff would be working, yeah. Um, so also on this stuff, Prestart also writes, Digital Foundry's analyst of PlayStation Plus Deluxe's classic games paints a grim picture. The shiny new tiered PlayStation Plus subscription has finally been available in Asia territories for a little bit now. So while the service isn't launching locally until late June, we're starting to see a healthy amount of information. While it's exciting to see the services launch, it hasn't exactly been a smooth sailing and there are still some pretty glaring negatives that Sony will need to contend with if it's serious about its offering. Teething issues such as accidentally overcharging users for upgrades are one thing, but if recent breakdown video from Eurogamers video game tech experts at Digital Foundry is any indication there are some major issues with PlayStation Plus's new library of classic PS1, PS2, and PSP titles. Emulation is always tricky when thing to get the emulation is always a tricky thing to get right especially when trying to cram a couple decades worth of systems with varying display technologies onto one platform in a consistent and feasible way to that end i don't think anyone's expecting the ps5 ps4's ability to play titles spanning two generations of playstation home console and a handheld to be perfect but the reality seems to be bewildering more than anything starting with aperscape Digital Foundry's John Linneman opens an analyst video with the disappointing news that the current library of PS1 games on the service is mostly comprised of PAL region versions. This is immediately an issue if you're like me and old enough to remember PAL region equipment ran at a lower 50 hertz refresh rate compared to 60 hertz in NTSC regions. What this means is that now the new machines... Uh, now that new machines like the PS5 and PS4 all output of a minimum of 60 hertz... These emulator versions of the game perform with inconsistent frame pacing and jutter on top of the games themselves, literally moving 70% slower than intended. 
More problems arise with the provided emulator's rendering features, which include options like different aspect radios and screen filters to adjust things to players' liking. Linneman notes that the option to upscale games to a roughly 1920x1440 resolution actually works fairly well and doesn't destroy 2D elements as much as it might have, but that it also causes a lot more instability in certain 3D elements. Meanwhile, provided options to change the aspect and pixel ratio in PS1 and PSP games can seem to make little sense and not actually do what they describe. Digital Foundry was especially concerned at the fact that mods like Wonder One and Square Pixels actually cause pixels to be narrower, resulting in a squished image that nobody like. Uh, PSP emulation uh, for Echo Chrome seems different enough. They also said PS2 emulation, which uh, was the only four games being available, Jack and Daxter titles, uh, already available as classics on PS4, uh, is probably the least interesting, as it's just those, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they've got a full 20 minute video if you want to check that out, of course, on Digital Foundry's YouTube channel. But yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of side by side screenshots and stuff like that. And there, it's if you watch the videos in motion where they break down why the 50 hertz thing is um, a problem, it's quite interesting. But yeah, I, I don't know why the thing is. So for like, I don't know if that part made the most sense. Like the 50 hertz thing when the console's minimum setting is 60 is the the it's like why. Like, you know your console's set to a certain thing. So why didn't you, why didn't we port the the North American versions of the games that run at the 60? You know what I mean? I, I'm just very confused why they they even chose to do this because even, it's been a long known thing. Even before this, anytime there's been any PlayStation 1 emulation, people always ask the question first, like, is it the Power Region version or is it the NTSC version? Like, what what's the go? I don't know. What do you make of this as someone who doesn't usually care of graphics or things? Do you can you even notice the difference? What you probably can't. Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to tell if it's like narrowed and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's interesting, I guess, for like a purely techie reasons. And like, but you know, as long as it plays the same, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's rough because the people who will be playing these are the like purists who want it to f- be either exactly the same as it was originally yeah, or as good as possible like or better than what it was and it doesn't sound like that's what this is I think people just want like I would want just the best version of the game that's available if that makes sense mm-hmm. that, that, that's what my criticism is I, I don't need, I don't expect like major changes, all these graphical mode things. I don't even need like the fact that they're saying the, the up res to 1440p looks all right. That's pretty cool. But like, I wouldn't have even expected that. Like if it just played a natural resolution, but I'm like, well, just give us the, the American version of the game, not the PAL version of the game. That's, they deleted them all. I mean, that's not a thing. <laughs> you can find a fucking disc on eBay. I'm sure I guarantee you. If I can type Ape Escape into, into eBay. I'll find a copy. Uh, bloody someone's got an emulation file probably on some torrent website so yeah anyway it's a bit disappointing but i'm still keen solely because of the trophies obviously to try out these games more than i was a couple weeks ago before we knew about the trophy mm-hmm. stuff so either way uh and the final story for oh no or oh, the final story for games news sorry should word that correctly final news for games news this week is that sony is uh planning to stop ps4 games probably sooner than you thought so 
Uh, well played right. Sony has revealed that it's planning to stop releasing games for the PS4 by 2025 and focusing on releasing games for the PS5, PC, and mobile platforms. The news came to light during Sony's recent financial presentation where the Japanese company highlighted expected growth across the PC and mobile categories. It's not overly surprising given that we're two and a half years into PS5 life cycle and it's normal that Sony would want to focus its efforts on the uh, new console. Launching in late 2013, the PS4 has been a cash cow for Sony, selling over 170 million units uh, as of February this year. Uh, so we've still got some big names coming up, like they mentioned God of War, Ragnarok, and whatever else. But honestly, I thought they would keep it around longer, solely because of the COVID like slowdown of PS5. And, you know, like it's, I thought they would just keep it around longer because they would want the easy cash. But flight. Dylan, <laughs> the messaging before COVID was we are about generations. As soon as the PS5 comes out, that's what we're focused on. Uh, and they've had this lead link middle period where they've kind of backtracked on that. So now they're finally committing to uh, all PS5. And it is only like the first party stuff. So like third parties can still make stuff for PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indies can still make stuff for PS4. It's just yeah. the first party studios are focusing on PS5, which makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm not you- complaining. As someone who wants the, 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 I would rather Insomniac just focus on making the best version of Wolverine, for example, for solely for PS5 and not have to worry about making it run on like the older consoles. Totally. Yeah. But I just thought, I, if I was, if you'd asked me to bet on what Sony would do, I would have said they would have extended this and probably made Insomniac make the, some of like, like the next Spider Man game play on both anyway, just because of COVID and stuff. Like, I thought they would have just like, as much as it was going to piss people off, I actually thought that's what they would end up doing. So just as a way to get some money. But that's fine. I mean, no. all good. All good. Just, just saying. If you, just saying. It's the future. If, you, if you're st- still out there, just like, work. <laughs> just work harder. Struggling to get a PS5, uh, just got to get your shit together. Get, you know, you see one pop up, buy that shit straight away. You see one pop up and be like, I'm at work. Fuck your work. Go buy the console, right? Yeah. Work and wait. You see one pop up on your phone, text message saying PS5 is now available at EB Games. Your wife's giving birth. I don't give a fuck. Buy the console. Right? Yeah. You've got that baby's going to come out. Yeah. You're going to end up with that baby. You don't yeah. know if you're going to end up with do that reckon, PS5. Do you reckon when that kid turns 10 years old and asks where, why you never had a PS5 and we, like you've got a collection of older consoles and you have to explain that you chose not to buy it because you had to, to, to watch the kid's birth, the kid's going to forgive you? No, the kid will be like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you fool. You fool. <laughs> it's not like you're helping at all. You're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. Could have been... Make, make, providing, yeah, make decisions for this. Ki- make decisions for this kid's life. Like it's fine. It it doesn't need you now. It needs you later. Get the PS Five. <laughs> See this bullshit. <laughs> and and for those people who just, if their only attempt to get a PS Five is walking into a shop and asking if they got a PS Five, no, that's on. That's why you don't have a PS Five. You need to be. This is a full time job. Getting PS Five. It is. You need, to be, you need to be in all the marketplaces. You need to get an ABN. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be on all the have all the notifications for all the different places. Tax you know, time's coming up. You can claim some of phone bill. <laughs> Full time PS5 hunter. Fucking got to be committed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's right. You know how you're committed to committed to giving birth, to helping make a child. They'd be committed together. <laughs> Oh, so, fuck it now.
Let's get into PlayStation Productions news. So, Variety. Horizon Zero Dawn series in early development talk at Variety. Uh, Netflix. Sorry, Variety's the one who wrote. They're not the ones that make things. Uh, more, more Sony video games are in line for TV treatment. As Sony Pictures Entertainment CEO Tony Vincequera revealed an investor briefing on Thursday, the popular PlayStation titles Horizon Zero Dawn and Gran Turismo are the latest games going Hollywood. The Horizon Zero Dawn series based on a popular video games where robotic dinosaurs roam. A post-apocalyptic America is, America is in early development at Netflix, while Gran Turismo, a racing series, hasn't landed a distributor yet and is also in early development. In addition to the new Sony uh, project, Sony confirmed that a God of War series, which was first announced in March as being shopped around to Amazon, has landed at the Prime Video Streamer. Sony and PlayStation Productions are ramping up their projects based on the popular video games, which kicked off with Uncharted, etc., etc., etc. Got Last of Us coming up, Twisted Metal coming up, we talk about all these things, Ghost of Tsushima, forget about that. There's a million fucking things. Oh my god, too many bloody video game series here. Also, shout outs at the bottom of this little article here before we discuss all this. Um, I like this little chart they got going on here. That's uh, crazy how much this stuff is happening. So, not all PlayStation related, but this is crazy. Skylanders Academy comes out October. Castlevania, Dragon's Dogma, Dota, Dragon's Blood, Resident Evil Infamous, Arcane, Angry Birds, Summer, Cuphead Show, Highlight, Resident Evil, and then we've got shit. It's just ramping up. It's ramping up. It's a video game, video game adaptation takeover. Goes Resident Evil. Then you got Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Sonic Prime, Last of Us, Untold Knuckles series, Assassin's Creed, Captain Laserhawk, Devil May Cry, Diablo, Fallout, Far Cry. What's the next page? God of War, Gran Turismo, Horizon Zero Dawn, It Takes Two, Mass Effect, Skull and Bone, Splitter Cell, Tomb Raider, Twisted Metal, Untitled Castlevania, Follow Up, Untitled Pokemon series. Too many. Anyway, what do, what do you make of the Horizon Zero Dawn series and Gran Turismo series? Uh, yeah, I think it makes sense. We kind of been rumored that, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn would be coming to live action. Um, Netflix, I guess, is a good home for it. It just depends on how much money they're going to spend on it. Mm. Would be my only concern because, you know, those robot machine, the machines need to look good. Yeah. If they don't look good, it's going to, everybody's going to hate it. So I think it's terrible. So, yeah. Uh, I think there's potential there if you're like delving more into the lore and the story. And if it's mostly about, you know, Aloy learning about her past and, why she's here uh, and then also have like episodes where you explore the different tribes uh, of the various games that would be cool I think yeah there's a lot of potential for story there Uh, as long as like as long as it's not rushed I feel like you know I feel like you can stretch out the first game into potentially several seasons or at least two yeah um I don't, yeah, I don't think Netflix is a good place solely because of what you were saying, and I have no faith in them to get the to invest <laughs> enough money to get the dinosaurs looking right. Is my is my major worry. Like I, I would trust them to get like if it was just about the tribes and stuff. Like I'm sure the costume department. Dylan, and they just that, spent but, a bazillion dollars on Stranger Things. Yeah, I know, but that's Stranger Things. That's that's their like show pony. You know, like that's the one. So I don't know. We we'll, we'll see. It definitely is a. An it depends. Eye- on, like Sony might keep it some of the budget as well. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can I hope. Uh, what do you make of the Grand Turismo thing? I have no idea what this is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be a bunch of people sitting in a cafe talking about how great cars are? We don't know. I don't know. Would you see the other link? The link to <laughs> the show notes. Hey. I put another link in there that oh. I just saw on Deadline. Oh, yeah. This is, I was about to bring this up. I couldn't find the story. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, here we go. Uh, man, 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 man. So, Neil Blomkamp is being eyed to direct Rise Dead Deadline. The, project, the plot of the film has been kept under wraps, but news comes as rumors surface today that a TV adaptation of the racing game is also being developed and aimed at a streaming service. Uh, there's a rich history behind the game. Sure. Created by Polyphony and Kazunori Yamauchi in 1987, as hailed as the most authentic driving simulators in its class for its focus on precise graphics, driving physics, and attention to detail. None of that sounds like something you would turn into a story for a, uh, a video game. But yeah, Nim Blomkamp, who is, of course, the director of uh, District 9, Chappie, Chappie uh, Elysium. Elysium. And something Demonic, else. which you want to see. Yeah, that one I haven't watched. Just, I. It's crazy that the man who almost directed <laughs> Halo movie is going to direct, potentially direct Gran Turismo. <laughs> what a step down, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what a step down. But the, the funny thing is, right? So it's I don't know. Grand, there's nothing in Gran Turismo that like that leads like story wise to adaptation. But if you want to make potentially, you could just make a really good driving based series you know which if you like you could show to someone and they had no idea it's based on a video game you know what i mean like it could just be a really good thing like you have you take some of the cup names from the games right you take some of the famous track names from the game you you have these races and because of course in gran turismo you just follow the same rules where you know it's people riding they're just driving like a mixture of cars like you don't have everyone driving Mm. like bloody the same massive NASCAR thing or whatever, you know, because especially early days yeah. in those games before you reach the end where you're getting like $500,000 Ferraris and stuff. Like everyone's driving around like, you know, $2,000 cheap cars when you start it. So like, if that's the way the show started, that'd be interesting. You see a bunch of random ass cheap cars driving around track, like stuff like that. That would be kind of cool. But at the heart, you still have to just come up with a character for it. Cause there's no characters in the game. Um, make them interesting. Make the, the, Drive to survive. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like, honestly, like, if you if, if you just craft a, a well-written character, a bunch of well-written characters, and you just take the tracks and w- world of Gran Turismo and stuff like that, the core elements, you can make a really cool and interesting car television show, but no one's going to go, no one would even know it's based on a video game at the end of the day, which is fine, but just weird to adapt it, but. Whereas obviously Horizon is going to feel and look like that's going to be way more like this is a video game adaptation. Grand Turismo will be like, this is a video game adaptation. It's like, is it? I don't know. That's it. That's it. This week's episode of Platinum Explosion. There's not any comments, questions, concerns you've had about this week's episode. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. Tweet at us. Join the Discord. If you thought this episode was worth a dollar, head on over to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. You can drop as little as a dollar to know what's happening. Let us know. You can drop a little comment. Shows up. That's nice. Help keep the lights on. Do all those things. And remember, until next week, or you know what? If if Friday's massive, I'm sure we'll do a bonus. But the last couple state of plays, we've always just been like, man, we'll just wait till Tuesday. Or uh, yeah. we'll, it's fine. But again, if it's big enough, we'll do a bonus. If we don't, if the bonus doesn't drop, we deemed it. Like, or one up, one down. It has to be a double thumbs up. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be a, has to be a big one. So maybe we'll talk to you later. If not, we'll talk to you next week. And until then, remember, every trophy counts. <laughs>